What is going on, you guys? My name is Justin, but you can call me Jay Swag, and welcome back to another episode of Sports Talk with Swag. I just kind of sounded drunk when I said that. I apologize. I couldn't really hear my voice at all over the intro, but hopefully you could hear me. But if not, we're back, baby. We took a week off. Um, I was on a little vacation, I guess, um, even though I was working the entire time. Uh, but I was in Florida for a couple of days with my wife and her parents and grandparents. Um, right before all this COVID-19 coronavirus stuff really got out of control. Um, actually, I guess it was right as it was getting out of control. But anyways, I'm back. I'm healthy. I'm good. Um, yeah, and I, first of all, I just, you know, I missed, I missed this. I missed us. Um, but I, you know, I've been wanting to do an episode and I knew, I actually thought before any of this happened, uh, I was going to do an episode on the effect of COVID-19 on sports and the potential effect it could have, um, and what it could mean for, you know, sports as a whole. Um, cause I was just like, Hey, you know, like I'm seeing how it's going in other countries. It's getting you know, a little worse and worse every day. Um, little did I know that within like three or four days of me having that idea in my head, uh, you know, the world would go into lockdown mode, um, which is pretty wild. Um, so yeah, I, I don't have any like notes for this episode, which I know my wife is going to say, um, was wrong of me and I should have because I always do better when I have notes because I have something to follow. Um, but for this, there's just so much, um, to cover and it was just, it's all kind of sporadic, uh, and it's kind of just free flowing. And I just wanted to more of this be like my thoughts on it as opposed to specific, you know, statistics or, um, you know, ideas, so to speak. Um, but, you know, I thought of a couple, a couple bullet points over the past couple of days that I did, you know, want to cover. Um, but in general, I just wanted to talk about the effect um, because obviously, you know, COVID-19 is having a massive, wide-reaching effect on the entire world, um, you know, which you can't say that very often about anything. Um, and it's always like a bummer when it's about something that's bad um, and something that's uh, really negatively affecting people, um, and their lives. So, yeah. Um, it's just hard to, to, to know where to start with this. Um, but I guess what I can say, you know, my main objective was kind of just to cover the different ways that the sports world has been affected. I mean, obviously we know at this point, every single major sport has been canceled slash postponed, right? You know, you have, well, I guess I technically can't say that, but so you have the NBA who was the first one, the first major sport to do it where they suspended their season. Um, so they haven't canceled it yet. Um, it's not just like off for good. The season isn't over. They just 
have suspended it until further notice. We know it's going to be at least for, at the time they announced it, it was going to be for 30 days, um, which I believe would bring us to like mid-April, um, if I remember early to mid-April. Um, but now with just like two or three days ago, the CDC saying, you know, it's not good to have any groups more than 50, I think, for eight weeks. That brings us to May 10th, um, which is like right, um, you know, when playoffs would be starting for the NBA. Um, so specifically for the NBA, they've talked about, um, you know, all of this just depends on if it's healthy and smart and okay to do. Um, they've talked about starting the season back up in June and either a just playing through the rest of the season starting in June and basically having the season go through August, I believe. Um, or starting it up in June and just going right into the playoffs. Um, and it's just like wherever they, the, whatever the playoff standings were at the time that the season was suspended, those are just like the seedings. That's the placements. Um, and then starting the playoffs so that the season is basically still on the same schedule to finish in, in mid to late June. Um, and then the third option I think was just, actually, I actually don't know if they even actually talked about just straight up canceling the season and just having it be over. Cause I think they do want to like finish out the season. Um, but again, you know, who knows if, if in June it'll be like, yeah, everything's back to normal. Everything's good. Like we were able to contain it. Or if in June it's like, nah, like this is not going to happen. You know, who knows? Um, so that's kind of how the NBA has handled it, uh, their season. The MLB uh, canceled the rest of preseason and I believe postponed the beginning of the regular season. I think it was eight weeks. Um, so their season won't start until probably June, um, which for baseball, I would suggest they just do a shortened season. Just keep it on the same schedule um, if they are able to start in June and just shorten the season because the MLB season needs to be shortened already and maybe this could be like, I don't know, something for the away from them to find out like, oh, maybe, you know, this was good. Like maybe we should just kind of, you know, keep our regular season at this length, um, you know, closer to like 120, 100 games as opposed to 160 games. Um but yeah, uh, and then hockey has suspended their season. Basically, the same, they did the same thing. They followed suit as the NBA because they basically run on the same exact schedule of going like October to May slash June. Um, so, you know, they are they were getting close and ready for their playoff season as well. So the NHL just followed suit as the NBA. So they're kind of just in, they suspended it for now. Um and then the NFL hasn't had to do anything other than they aren't allowed to do like college, uh, like recruitment visits at all. Uh, but outside of that, everything is still on track to be, to go as on as, as you know, planned. Um, I know that in April, you know, you have the, the draft weekend in Vegas and they just released a statement either yesterday or Sunday saying, the draft will continue as planned. It, there, it will be closed to the public. Um, so there'll be no fans or public uh, attendees allowed 
but it will still happen. It'll still happen in Vegas, but they haven't said if it's going to be, you know, if it's going to be open to like who, who will be there if anyone, um, you know, because obviously you, the first thing I thought of was, all right, well, what about the players and their families? Uh, cause that usually makes up a, a good part of the crowd anyway. Um, and that's still definitely going to be more than 50 people. Um, cause you have the first round, which is 30 picks and then, you know, so that's 30 people cause you have all the picks and then you figure they get at least two parents each. So that's, um, you know, 60 more people. So that's 90 people already. That's more than the CDC is suggesting you have in a room. So it'll be interesting. I don't know if maybe it'll like be an empty room. It'll just be like, you know, Roger Goodell and like the, you know, the, the top brass who just actually announced the picks and that's basically it. Um, or if they have like, just like those guys and the players, um, I'm not sure. I honestly don't know. And they don't know either. Cause they, they said that in the, uh, press release that they, all they knew at this point was it's still going to happen as planned, but it's going to be closed to the public. So we're still waiting to hear back on that. Um, and there's a lot of other news in the NFL that I will be getting to later on in the episode. Um, but so those are the major sports outside of that, you know, soccer all across the world has been, um, suspended for now. Um, I don't know if anyone has actually, why. Well, so I know that March Madness was just canceled. They didn't postpone it or suspend it. It's just canceled. So March Madness is just not happening. And the NCAA did announce last week that they will be giving an extra year of eligibility to all of the players for spring sports. Now, I don't know if basketball counts as, I don't think basketball counts as a spring sport. Um, Cause you know, I think a lot of people were mostly just thinking about basketball with um, March madness, but I think basketball is considered a winter sport and it's labeled as a winter sport. So I think they're still going to lose their year of eligibility. And so if you're a senior, you know, that's it. You don't get to play in March Madness and your your collegiate career is over, which is a mega bummer for those for those guys and girls um, who, you know, like Sabrina Ionesco. I don't I don't I think that's her last name. I can never remember it um, at Oregon. You know, this was her senior year and I saw something yesterday saying, you know, how her her senior year was cut short abruptly. Um, so I'm assuming that means that they're not awarding basketball players an extra year of eligibility. Um, which is a bummer, you know, it sucks. Uh, but you know, luckily for her, you know, greener pastures are on the horizon, you know, cause she's definitely going to be like the number one pick in the WNBA draft and she'll have a, a great career there. Um, but it is, you know, still a bummer, you know, cause college sports is a, a big team family type thing. Um, and to have that cut short without any notice is, is a huge bummer. Um, but yeah, so spring sports, so I think that would be, you know, golf, tennis, um, what is spring? probably lacrosse. Um, what else is a spring sport? I'm trying to think what else would count as a spring sport. I guess maybe track i don't know if track is i I feel like track is also a winter sport um but the most things that i can really only can think of golf and tennis 
I guess baseball would can be considered a spring sport, yeah, because their season probably just started like a couple weeks ago. Um, but yeah, so other than that, all those basketball players, and you know, basketball was not the only sport that was still going on. You know, um, swimming and diving was still going on as well. I knew, I, I knew that. I'm trying to think of what other winter sports there were that were still happening where their seasons were wrapping up. I think hockey was over. I'm not positive, but. It's, you know, it's a huge bummer. Um, and that's, you know, that's part of the effect that it has of, you know, it's this, it's this virus that is new and it's novel and we don't really still know a whole lot about it. And unfortunately in the United States, um, a lot of people aren't taking it seriously and they're not taking the proper precautions of social distancing or self-quarantining um, or self, you know, isolating, whatever you want to call it. Um, which sucks because, you know, it's, we've, we've, we've literally seen from other countries how that works to their advantage. Um, you know, especially in places like South Korea, um, even China, like has like their number of deaths per day and their number of new cases per day has gone down exponentially. Um, and, you know, we don't have really any statistics for the United States, unfortunately, because unless you're um, in Hollywood or a professional athlete, you can't get tested, um, which is a huge bummer. Um, but at least those celebrities who are getting tested and are testing positive are taking it seriously and are isolating themselves, you know, in their houses and whatnot. Um, but, yeah, so... NCAA canceled those, but everything else has kind of been suspended. And then I'm trying to think, I know that there's been a lot of boxing fights that have been canceled. The UFC, I believe Dana White has said UFC is just going to continue as normal, um, which I don't know if that will still happen just as the days go on and progress. It just feels like that's really, really irresponsible of him. Um, so, you know, we'll see what happens, but granted UFC, there's only a fight you know, a UFC fight night. I, I think every month, I'm not exactly sure. I, I don't follow UFC. Um, but I was surprised to see that though, because that just seems like a very brash, irrational move to just continue on as, as normal. Um, what else? I'm trying to think of any other NASCAR has been postponed. They suspended their season as well, which I was curious about because I, when I, th- I thought about that, when everyone was starting to postpone their seasons, I was like, I wonder if NASCAR really will, like if they'll do anything. Because obviously it makes sense because there's still a ton of people there, even if you take away the fans. But I was like, I think NASCAR is one sport where the fans really don't play a part to like the live event, like the actual event of it. Because you can obviously imagine with like basketball, especially March Madness, um, but like with basketball, with, um, you know, soccer, hockey, the fans are a huge part of it and they can help momentum and they can help players, you know, spirits and emotions and, you know, having home field, home court advantage is huge in, in those sports. Um, but with NASCAR, there's never a home court, there's never a home field, a home track. Um, you know, it's always a neutral site. There's never a whole lot of fans anyway. I think it's usually only around like a couple hundred or maybe a thousand at most. Um, You know, everyone is kind of isolated. All the athletes 
are isolated already in the sport because they're just in their own car. Um, and like when you take the fans away, like you're not taking anything away. Cause like, like I was saying, like you can't hear the fans at all when you're in the car. Um, they have no effect on it. You know, they don't, and like, you know, 99.5% of NASCAR fans are watching it on TV. Um, you know, like I'm saying, like there's already rarely, not rarely, there's already a, not a big crowd to begin with at those live events. So taking that away, I didn't think would really affect, you know, watching it on TV or just the sport at all. Um, and I don't think it would, but I think it's just when you have all the crews for all those drivers, you know, you have 20, 30, 40, I don't even know how many cars are in a NASCAR race. Um, but, you know, each crew is like seven or eight guys, um, you know, sometimes even 10, you know, if you have like coaches and, and uh, sponsors and stuff like that who are there as well. So, you know, it makes sense that they're, they're postponing it. But I was curious to see if they would just continue to do it without fans. Um, and then the only one, one I was leading up to this, um, is obviously wrestling. You know, if you listen to the show, you obviously know that we're big into the WWE here. Um, and essentially what they've been doing is ever since, so for those who don't know, they don't, they do live TV shows Monday and Friday nights, um, in arenas, live arena shows. And since the big outbreak and everyone's been canceling stuff. Uh, they've been doing, it's just been two, it's been two shows so far. It was one on Friday night, this past Friday. And then last night, Monday night where they did it in the performance center. So they have like a, a big, you know, complex in, um, Orlando, Florida, where people go to train, um, you know, physically they train there, but they can also, um, practice their promos there, um, all that stuff. It's just for them to train, you know, and, and get better at what they do. And there, you know, there's a gym there, all that stuff. So they've kind of rearranged and, and changed that place up. Um, so there's a ring in the middle and then there's, you know, empty seats um, around there, but they've been doing the, sh- the live shows, um, you know, with, with no one in the crowd. Um, for the past two shows. So, and I believe that their plan is to continue to do that. Um, and, you know, there's limited uh, people there because they obviously have a big crew to put that show on. Um, and then you have all of the superstars as well. But from what I've heard, um, they sent out, you know, basically a memo that said if you're not comfortable wrestling, if you're not comfortable showing up to this, you don't have to. It's only whoever wants to show up, you know will show up and we'll give you something to do essentially. Um, so they've been doing that. So I, I don't know how many people have been in the building when they've been doing that. I don't, I'm not sure exactly, you know, how safe it is for them to be doing that, but, um, it sounds like they released a, a statement to like this morning. And I don't know if it means moving forward or if they've been doing it since Friday, but they've been, medically like testing everyone before they're allowed in the building, which I don't know if it means that they're testing them for COVID-19 or if they're kind of just testing to see if they have any sort of illness inside of them. I don't really know, but um, apparently they're taking the proper precautions to make sure that, 
you're only, you know, perfectly healthy people are getting into the building. But that's the issue with COVID-19 is that you can show no symptoms and feel fine, but still test positive, you know, um, you can still have it without feeling any of the effects. So that's why it's, you know, worrisome that they're still just kind of carrying on with that and having all these people, you know, wrestling and touching each other a lot, which is the main way that you transfer the, the virus. Um, and then obviously the bigger story here for, for WWE is that April 5th uh, was supposed to be WrestleMania, which is the Super Bowl for wrestling. Um, and it was supposed to be held in Tampa, Florida, um, at the Raymond James Stadium, you know, tens of thousands of people there. Um, and up until yesterday morning, there had been no announcements about it. Nothing about postponing the event, nothing about canceling the event, um, you know, nothing about moving it. It's just there was radio silence. Um, and then finally, I actually, I think on like Friday or Saturday, WWE released a statement basically saying, we're planning on holding this event um, as planned unless basically the government or the city of Tampa tells us we can't. Uh, which I thought was a really weird kind of power move almost of just saying like, we're going to do this anyway, unless someone else tells us we're not allowed to like legally, because it's either the city that is being held in who can, you know, dictate that and say, no, we don't want this in our city anymore. Or the government of your country saying you're not allowed to do this. Um, which obviously is just the most Vince McMahon thing ever. Um, but then yesterday morning, they officially announced that WrestleMania will be held at the Performance Center in Orlando in front of an empty stadium, um, which I think is really the wrong move here. Um, because A, from a business perspective, you're losing out on a ton of money because they're having to refund you know, all the ticket sales for WrestleMania. Um, and you're, I, I don't know if I can say if it'll affect the streaming numbers because, you know, it could make people more interested to see how it goes. So they tune in and, and, you know, get a subscription to the network and stream it. But I'm not sure about that. But outside of that, you know, I thought for sure. And a lot of people thought that they would just postpone it and basically just wait until, you know, everything was back to normal and then hold it. And that's what I thought they should do too is, you know, I thought that they should like basically hold off. And then if it's, you know, July and they're like, you know, the government and the CDC are like, all right, we have this under control. It's safe for large public events to go back on as normal. If, you know, if in July it's supposed to be, um, you know, money in the bank pay-per-view, I don't actually know which one is in July, but it's like, oh, it's supposed to be money in the bank. Just cancel that one and instead have it be WrestleMania, you know, because like they have the arenas for the pay-per-views booked like through the year. It's so, like we already, like they already have, you know, 
Um, uh, I'm trying to think of, you know, they already have Wells Fargo Bank um, Arena in Philadelphia booked in July for XYZ pay-per-view. So we're just, instead, it's not going to be that. It's going to be WrestleMania. Um, But then obviously, no, because no one will have, it's not possible to have bought tickets to that yet. So yeah, it still then makes it fair game again of like, all right, you know, Tickets go on sale this Saturday. Like, get them while you can, because then it goes back to just first come, first serve, as it always is. Um, I mean, it'll be a smaller arena because they do the other pay-per-views in arenas as opposed to WrestleMania, which is usually in a stadium now, uh, which holds more people. Um, But, you know, at the end of the day, it's still you're getting to have your biggest pay-per-view, you know, in front of a live audience, which I think is the most important thing um because you have to consider a lot of people you know in the wwe this is their first wrestlemania you know people like the street profits um someone like um rhea ripley um someone like edge who was his first wrestlemania back in nine eight or nine years um And their first WrestleMania is going to be in front of an empty crowd in the Performance Center. And it's just going to feel like back when no one cared about them again. You know, it's just like a bummer. Because obviously, you know, they're still going to get up to fight a higher caliber person, most likely, um, and put on a better match than, you know, when they were first starting and, you know, wrestling in bingo halls for 12 people. Um, But it's like, like, I think of like, Drew McIntyre, who won the Royal Rumble, and he's like he's going to like win. He's going to beat Brock Lesnar for the WWE Championship at WrestleMania in the main event. And instead of being able to do it in front of forty thousand people screaming and cheering for him, he's going to have to do it in front of no one, um, which is just a huge bummer, you know, and it sucks. But I am very interested, A, to see if they do let, like, a couple, like, of people in because they haven't said yet that it's going to be in an empty arena, as they have said specifically for Raw and SmackDown. Like, they said it's going to be, um, let me look it up here real quick, actually. Um... Do WrestleMania update. Jeez. I'm sorry. The internet is just so slow when I'm streaming. It takes forever for Chrome to load any website. All right. The official statement. 
In coordination with local partners and government officials, WrestleMania and all related events in Tampa Bay will not take place. However, WrestleMania will still stream live on Sunday, April 5th at 7 p.m. on WWE Network and available on pay-per-view. Only essential personnel will be on the closed set at WWE's training facility in Orlando, Florida to produce WrestleMania. So they're not specifically saying like no one will be in the crowd, which makes me wonder if maybe they're going to try to get like a couple people to be in the crowd. But I saw someone's idea on Twitter. I don't know. I think it was Gary Cassidy. Who's a wrestling journalist. I think it was either him or Alex McCarthy or it was someone on Twitter had the idea of why don't for WrestleMania and just for all of these empty arena shows, why don't they have the audience filled with just all the other wrestlers, all the other superstars who aren't involved in that segment, which would be super entertaining. And, you know, they, they stay that. I don't want to make it seem like this is my idea. It was definitely their idea, but, um, you know, because then it, it, it makes it more interesting because it's all, you know, it's just all people who work there that are in the crowd and a lot of them probably will be reacting naturally to the events. Um, but you can also just make it more interesting of, you know, sometimes get them involved in like the segment that's happening, you know? Um, I think that would make it pretty interesting and at least you still get, you know, some sort of an audience and some sort of sound in the arena other than just the two people in the ring um, fighting each other. But, Anyways, um, so that'll be super interesting. I will still be watching because I, I watch every pay-per-view and I always, especially for the big four, I always have my friends over. We get pizza. It's a whole party. Um, so I'm still going to be doing it. It's just probably going to be super weird this year. Um, and I'm bummed because I honestly think this was the wrong call. I think, like I said, either A, they should have postponed it or B, I think they should have basically canceled it and then said like, hey, SummerSlam is going to be WrestleMania, you know, and just have everything be then, um, you know, assuming that everything is good by then, because I just, it's just going to be weird to have the biggest event of the year for WWE in front of no one with no fans in attendance. I don't know. I just think it's weird. I don't think it's the right call, but it's the call they made because they're still trying to carry on. Um, as much as they can, which I respect, you know, and I respect the people that are still doing it, but I do think there's a certain level of responsibility you have to take for your employees and putting them at risk in continually interacting with people and potentially infecting each other uh, with the virus. So we'll see what happens. Um, I don't know. I just don't know. It'll, it's It's been weird. You know, that's that's the whole reason of why I wanted to do this episode it's just because it's just been so weird how widespread the effect is of this virus um and i guess i almost just need a place to process it um at least for the sports you know portion of it um and i want to make it seem like i don't have anyone in my life to process this with it's just nice when it comes specifically to sports my wife doesn't necessarily you know want to just be sitting with me on the couch for 
you know, 45 minutes every day while I just process verbally what's going on in the sports world. Because uh, at the end of the day, it's all ancillary. It doesn't matter. It's just sports. It's entertainment. You know, what really matters is that people are being safe and taking care of themselves. Um, but, yeah. Um, so, outside of that, um, you know, outside of every major sport in the entire world uh, canceling or postponing their seasons, um you know, not a whole lot else going on in the sports world. But obviously, as I mentioned earlier, I did want to touch on this um, because there is an offseason that's happening right now, and that's the NFL offseason. Um, and wow, oh, wow, oh, wow, oh, wow, a lot has happened in the 24 hours that it's been in existence so far. Um, let's try to start with the least... Like the like the stuff that's just like fine. So Drew Brees re-signed with the Saints, which is not a shock to literally anyone in this entire world because he said a couple weeks ago, like, I don't care how much it's for. I am Houdat Nation for life, you know, whatever. I am going to be playing with the Saints and retiring with the Saints. Like, I'm not going anywhere else. So we all knew he was re-signing. It was just a matter of how much. And I will say it was surprising that he got a... Um, I think Adam Schefter reported two years, $50 million contract, which I thought was, uh, pretty big, but I mean, you know, he is obviously a great quarterback. Um, even though he hasn't led them to a Super Bowl in over 10 years, um, and they haven't had great playoff success recently. Um, but outside of that, he's statistically he's very good you know throws a lot of yards and touchdowns every season so he's got that going for him um yeah so like i said no surprise that he resigned but i was surprised that the saints were willing to shell out that much money for him um you know he is at the end of his career he's still an incredible quarterback but i don't know 25 million dollars a year is a lot for a guy who's on his way out when you could be spending that on other pieces, especially for a guy who had said publicly that he, you know, would take less. Um, but be as that may, he has resigned with the saints and he'll be back next year. Um, next up was, I guess up on the list of surprise rate, uh, Stefan Diggs traded to the bills so I believe they sent the Vikings sent Stefan Diggs and like a second or like fourth round pick to the Bills, and then the Bills sent back like five picks to the Vikings. So pretty fair trade. Um, again, not very surprising if you paid attention to the NFL season um, this past year. You kind of knew this was coming. The you kind of knew this was coming. Um, Diggs and the Vikings had kind of you know, they had gone back and forth a lot and there seemed to be a lot of contention there. Um, so wasn't really sure what exactly was going to happen with that. Um, but it did seem like he was going to be traded. And then he, when he wasn't traded, uh, before the deadline last scene, last season, it was like, Oh, all right. So it's definitely just going to happen, you know, in the off season. And it did. 
Um, and they got a great return. So it seems like all is well that ends well there. Um, Josh Allen has a you know great receiver to work with now. Um, not like he didn't have anyone there before, but you know he just has a really good receiver to add um, to that to that team. Um, and the Vikings get a lot of picks to use um, to you know try to fill that void. I mean, they have Adam Thielen, obviously Kyle Rudolph as well, but he's kind of at the tail end of his career. Um, you know, and then they obviously have a great running game. So wouldn't be surprised if they use one of those picks maybe to get a new, a younger receiver. But then outside of that, they're probably going to use them to build around Kirk Cousins because FYI, he resigned for two more years, um, you know, extended his contract um, for a lot of money again. Um, you know, that guy's a savant. He really knows how to get his bag. Um, but yeah, so Stefan Dix to the Bills. Bills send a bunch of picks back. And then I think in the most surprising move, obviously, was the Houston Texans sending um, DeAndre Hopkins to. Oh my gosh, I forgot where he got traded. Oh my gosh, he got traded to the Cardinals. Jeez. That I think that right there shows you just like what the deal is with this trade. Um the Arizona Cardinals who were one of the worst teams in the NFL last year. Year before that they had the number 1 pick. That's how they got Kyler Murray. Um they sent David Johnson, who five years ago was considered one of the best running backs in the game, and at this point is considered a liability because he's always getting injured. Um, and, you know, he just is not really producing much anymore. Um, so, you know, him, and then I think a, like, second or third round pick they sent to the Texans for DeAndre Hopkins and a pick. Um, so there you go. You have the Texans who the past two seasons have looked really great with DeAndre, uh, Deshaun Watson, excuse me, Deshaun Watson as quarterback, lots of promise. You have your franchise quarterback there. He's great. He's turned this team around. They've made the playoffs the past two years, disappointing exits, but more promise and potential every season. Um, as it's continued, he was for a while there, he was an MVP in the MVP discussion. Um, and DeAndre Hopkins was arguably the best receiver in the league for several years in a row. Um, and you're trading him away from that team to the Cardinals, uh, for a liability and, a draft pick. So they basically gave him away for free. And I just don't understand why, uh, because there was no bad blood publicly, um, between Deandre Hopkins and the Texans organization or any of his teammates. Um, I didn't seem like he wanted out. Didn't seem like anyone in Houston or on that team wanted him out. Um, but Bill O'Brien apparently didn't want him there because he gave him away essentially for free. Um, and I just, it was shocking. It really was shocking. I don't understand what was going through Bill O'Brien's mind. Maybe we'll find out, you know, a little bit down the road of like, there was some issues there or they had just agreed to move on. I'm not sure, but 
it's a move that you would think you it's a move you'd expect from a team that's like in a rebuild mode but the texans were like in the midst of like pushing towards like um the sound is just coming from the left side of the headset oh no yeah i i'm streaming from a mac so it's just so janky to begin with so i apologize for that um I just, in my OBS, I just have it as the mic. Um, yeah. It's really a bummer. I hate it. I hate that I have to, I only have my MacBook to stream from, but, um, yeah, I just, that's, that's all I can do, unfortunately. Um, mix it. It is mixed. It's, it's right in the middle. It's in the center. And then when I'm, I've tried it because I've tried it before. When I move it to the right, it still is just in the left ear. Um, so I don't know what the deal is. Honestly, I'm not sure. Um, so I apologize for that. You know, I I know that is a bummer. Um, Google's your friend. Yeah, I'll try to look into it. Um, I'll try to look into it after after the stream is over. Thanks for pointing that out, though. Um, but anyways, so like I was saying, I just don't understand what the Texans were doing here, what Bill O'Brien is thinking. Um, it's just, it's a move that a rebuilding franchise would make, um, like, you know, but like I was saying, they're just not in rebuild mode right now. So I just don't understand. Um, along with, you know, the Cardinals, this is a major haul for them. You know, they basically got rid of a liability. Um, and a piece they were probably trying to get rid of that a lot of people weren't wanting in David Johnson. Um, and they were able to do that and in return, get one of the best wide receivers in the league. Um, and obviously Kyler Murray's an incredible quarterback. Um, you know, he showed a lot of potential last season. He won offensive rookie of the year. So, Lots of exciting times ahead for the Cardinals with with that duo. If you know, if DeAndre Hopkins decides to stay in Arizona uh, after his contract runs up, but pretty interesting, pretty interesting move. Um, you know, maybe Bill O'Brien was just like, "Man, the sports world is desolate right now. We need something to talk about." Let's give them something to talk about. Um, so anyways, um, so that's, those are all like the big moves that have happened in the off season. And I guess technically one more happened this morning, but it wasn't an actual move. So, I mean, I'm sure most of you probably know what I'm talking about, but, uh, this morning on Instagram and Twitter, Tom Brady basically posted that he will not be returning to the new England Patriots. Um, he did not say where he would be going, but it seems like a decision has been made as he met with and informed the Patriots organization that he was moving on from from the team and going elsewhere. Um, and then he posted it publicly, so everyone knows now. Um, what's up, Mav? Mo vlogs, the official Mo Mo vlogs. Yeah, not Mav vlogs. Mo vlogs. What's up? Thanks for checking the stream out. Um, but yeah, so Tom Brady officially not going to be a Patriot next year, which to me I was expecting. Um, and I, I guess I could say I called it, but I don't, 
we still have no idea where he's going. Um, but yeah, so we now know for sure that he's not going back to the Patriots, which for me means that probably tomorrow morning we'll get um, the decision, the official decision of where he's going. Cause that's usually how it goes. It's like, you know, you let the team know and you announce that you're not returning to the team. And then usually it's within 24 hours or 24 hours later that you announce where you're moving to. Um, so I would expect tomorrow morning, probably by 10 AM, we'll get an announcement from him or from the team that is signing him or Adam Schefter. Um, put it, it makes sense to me. I, I was one of those people, I think pretty much the entire NFL fan base will split between either he's, you know, returning or he's going elsewhere. Um, and I was one of the people who thought he was moving on because it just seemed like, you know, he had his worst season probably, uh, last year. They, you know, kind of limped into the playoffs. Um, the second half of their season was not good. Um, and then lost in the first round to the Titans. Um, so it just, it seemed like it was kind of the relationship was souring and it was kind of crumbling around them. Um, as I kind of felt, it felt honestly the same way as two years ago. Um, or I can know it was last year as the season kind of happened with the Warriors of the cracks showing with, you know, between Kevin Durant and Draymond Green um, and how it looked like Kevin Durant was on his way out and was kind of done with that team, um, you know, and then he got injured and they lose in the finals and it just, it made sense that he was going to be moving on from them. Um, and that's kind of how I feel now and have felt with Tom Brady and the Patriots. Um, and I thought for a while he's going to the Titans um, because he has connections there with their coaching staff. Um, but on Sunday, the Titans re-signed Ryan Tannehill, so we know now that he is not going there. Um, and then yesterday, I think, the Oakland Raiders, or Las Vegas Raiders, whatever, um, signed Marcus Mariota to a contract, so that kind of sig- and they still have Derek Carr there, so that kind of means that he's not going there either. Um, and I think those are two of the biggest options um, for him. People are still saying... Uh, Dallas is an option, but I doubt he's going to go there. Um, cause I think Jerry Jones will, you know, pay whatever Dak wants for him to stay there. Um, but supposedly we already know where he's going. According to Colin Cowherd, he has a source that says that a decision has been made and that he is, um, going to sign with Tampa Bay. Um, which, you know, when you first hear that, you already just don't believe it because it's just such a trash organization. Um, and it's just been a garbage fire for the past 15 years. Um, or dumpster fire, I guess, is the correct phraseology. Um, you know, they haven't really have any, had much going on with them at all. Um, I just, I'm not sure. I You know, A, because it's Colin, How- Colin Cowherd, I just don't really know if I should believe it or not because like what sources does he really have? Um, he's generally disliked in the sports media world and the sports world in general. Um, so I don't know about the amount of people who would want to disclose that kind of information to him. Um, but he like 
went like on live on his show said like, Oh yeah. Like I have a source that's saying tomorrow he's going to sign with Tampa Bay. So we'll see. But I just, I don't get that move at all. Um, I don't see the draw to Tampa Bay whatsoever. I, I mean, they have Mike Evans, who's a great wide receiver and like, that's it. And they have, um, one good player on their defense who I think was like first or second in the league in sacks last year. Um, but like outside of that, I'm just like, what is, what is the draw there? I just don't understand why he wants to sign there and finish his career out in Tampa Bay. Um, but who knows if it's even true or not? We'll see. Um, you know, like I said, all we have to go off of right now is Colin Cowherd, which I'm taking that with a pretty big uh, handful of salt. Um, but you know, we'll see what happens probably tomorrow. Like I said, and according to Colin, Hall- Colin Cowherd will definitely hear tomorrow. So, um, yeah, we'll see what happens. Um, but outside of that, that's pretty much all the sports news that's been happening the past week other than just everyone canceling their seasons. Um, but yeah, so outside of that, um, you know, I didn't have a whole lot else to talk about because I didn't I didn't want to just sit here and ramble about, you know, the sports world and how COVID has affected it. Because we all know we've all seen the headlines. We know that everyone is suspending and canceling their seasons. Um, and there's really just not a whole lot to, like, discuss outside of that. You know, um, a lot of sports media is kind of just grasping at straws right now for something to talk about. Um, so I just wanted to give my two thoughts and kind of process it here a little bit. Um, so if you've listened through this whole thing, I appreciate you doing that. Um, let me know your thoughts. You can hit me up on social media. Um, Twitter's STWS cast, Twitch, Facebook, and Instagram, um, are all sports talk with swag. You can send an email to sports talk with swag at gmail.com. Um, let me know, like, you know, do you think the, uh, NBA season will come back and, you know, will they start up? at the playoffs or finish it out. Um, do you think it was a good move to have WrestleMania, you know, continue, but be in front of an empty, um, arena? Or do you think they should have postponed it or canceled it or, you know, just your thoughts, just let me know your thoughts on sports. Um, because I always love hearing from you guys. I like this to be as interactive as possible. So make sure you give those social media handles a follow Uh, Make sure you're following and subscribe to this podcast on uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, um, Spotify, all that good stuff. Leave a five-star rating wherever you can. Um, And uh, other than that, I do want to thank you guys for for listening and for hanging out. And I will uh, see you in the next episode. Peace.